It's time to check in with the Vancouver Suns, Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill, and may I give you my little story about going out to look at Saturn and Jupiter last evening. Yes, please. It was a beautiful, clear night in the provincial capital, so my wife Dale and I dressed up really, really warmly because it's cold and we're old, and we went out to the water with our binoculars and stood there on Dallas Road uh, looking out the Strait of Juan de Fuca toward Washington State, and there it is. It's up in the sky, right? You can see it. It's quite neat. And, you know, as you say, it's uh, 800 years since we've had that view, so that's kind of nice. And so we walk home, and we take all the heavy clothing and warm stuff off and get the fire going in the fireplace. And I'm standing in the front window of our house, and I'm looking out, and you can see it from our house. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking, isn't this the perfect pandemic event? It's like the Wonder Woman movie, you know? You don't need to leave your house, right? It's like a Zoom conversation at work. You don't have to isolate. You don't have to mask up. You can just look out your window, and there it is. So to anybody who's got a view to the southwest... Um, that's great. Uh, it's right there in front of you. And uh, I guess it was more of an adventure to go up and yes. look at it with binoculars. Oh, yeah. And you got the fresh air. You went for a bit of a walk. Much more of an experience to go outside and actually be in nature and looking at it. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. That's true. It's a pity you can't do that with a Wonder Woman movie, actually. <laughs> and go watch on a big screen out in a park somewhere. Yes. Anyway. Uh, great to, to hear that you saw it. I think there'll be people uh, continuing to do that for the next few days. Uh, I wanted to tell you, so I got an email from somebody yesterday saying their money had been deposited into yes. their account, the recovery money. So uh, yes. it's not the norm. It's not everybody's experience, but uh, they wanted to say, hey, I actually did get the money before Christmas. Yes, I heard from somebody overnight who told me as well, and they said, uh, you know, honestly said, I guess I'm one of the lucky ones. It seems to be hit or miss. Uh, the explanations coming from the government on this are not very reassuring, but it does look like some people are getting the money before Christmas. I hope the people who are getting it before Christmas, uh, you know, need it, first of all, right away. And uh, I hope some of the people that are pretty worried and distraught about the money uh, do get it before Christmas, because that, from what I've seen, and maybe it's just the people that are complaining, um, there's people who really needed it and who are counting on it, who've had some of the most trouble getting it. Uh, you're also talking a bit about uh, this is a bit of a game of catch-up when it comes to getting the funding out there. Yesterday we saw the announcement as well about capping delivery fees. It seems like it took a while. Yeah, you know, the New Democrats are playing catch-up. Uh, you know, they, 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 they gloss over this and they, they don't acknowledge it. But basically the government was on hold for 10 weeks. It's a five-week election campaign and cabinet didn't meet for two months. And cabinet is the body that decides all this stuff. So they lost 10, 10 weeks pretty much. So we're getting stuff now that in some cases the money has been there since the legislature voted voted it way back on May 20 March 23 so 9 months uh one of those is is the money for tourism sector tourism sector's been asking for a helping hand since the summer they got about well let's see much less than they asked for i think they asked for over 600 million dollars the minister came out yesterday and said 105 million dollars and the industry appreciates it and they need help and they they'll take the money she's asked about this she said you know the industry asked for all this stuff uh, and people rattled off the uh, the list of things the industry had asked for and the tourism minister melanie mark said 
this is the top three priorities, and we've addressed it. And then she said, this is a bit of a giveaway, I, you know, I've only been minister for three weeks. Well, that's mm-hmm. true. She was appointed in the new cabinet that the premier appointed after the election. Uh, but there was a tourism minister back in the summer when the industry first started asking for a helping hand. So I think that just highlights um, the delay in getting the money out of the door for troubled industry, particularly since in some cases this is an economic recovery fund that was approved unanimously in the B.C. legislature March 23, nine months ago. Uh, you mentioned the uh, welcome relief for the restaurant sector. You can't gouge quite as much on the bills uh, for these home delivery services. Uh, they were taking, according to Minister Mike Farnworth yesterday, they were taking up to 30% of the tab, uh, and restaurants are struggling. So the government stepped in. They've capped the fee at 15% and an extra 5% for legitimate expenses like the cost of doing it online. Um, Well, overdue. Industry welcomed it, Jill. Um, The Liberals promised it way back in October. The Liberals tabled enabling legislation to do this when the House sat. Uh, In early December, the New Democrats ignored that legislation and instead brought in their own change this week. And it doesn't take effect till December 27, by the way, so um, right. they can still be gouging up until uh, after Christmas. Uh, but you're right, I think they will appreciate that, but could have been done a whole lot uh, sooner. I uh, also wanted to talk to you. Uh, a lot of people uh, tuned in, listened in, as Dr. Bonnie Henry got the first dose uh, of vaccine. Yeah, you know, and there's some grumbling out there that she's Q-jumping and all that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Look, mm-hmm. uh, as Adrian Dick said, first of all, uh, this is Dr. Henry backing up what she said all along, that the vaccine is safe. And what better way to demonstrate that than for the public health officer and our lead person in managing the pandemic to get vaccinated. The other thing is, um, look, she's critical to managing to managing the pandemic. We, you do not want Dr. Bonnie Henry to be laid up for a few weeks with COVID-19 or, t- or with testing positive. So I think it's doubly effective for her to do it. I think it's the right thing to do. It's interesting, Dix was asked the other day, whether he will get himself vaccinated. And he said that, you know, there is an issue around if public officials get vaccinated, does it send the right message uh, to the public that you should do this? But Dick said at the moment he has no plans to get vaccinated. He said he expects he will be vaccinated when his demographic cohort gets vaccinated. He's 56 years old, so that will be later this spring if you look at the uh, tentative rollout schedule. Uh, and I tend to agree. I agree with you on that. There's nothing wrong with Bonnie Henry getting the vaccine. If it was Adrian Dix or, or other uh, cabinet ministers getting it, th- there would be rum- grumbling there, and, and I think rightly so. Uh, that would look as though it was Q-jumping. Yeah, and there's been a rumor, and I just, you know, I'm quite capable of being critical of this government, but uh, I I don't think they would do that. I I think they would realize the optics are wrong. It's a little different, Jill, say south of the border, where Joe Biden got himself vaccinated and Mike Pence got themselves vaccinated. Down there, there's such a deep division about about the vaccine and and such a deep division around vaccinations that I think it actually did send an important 
message down there. There's been talk about getting uh, some celebrities to get vaccinated as well to sell the right message. And I see our friend Keith Baldry pointed this out last night. During the 1950s, Elvis Presley got himself vaccinated with the um, with the vaccine for polio. And it actually communicates to young people that this was a good thing to do. So sometimes leaders and celebrities, um, it's not really cue jumping. It's messaging, in my view. And I think it can send an important message. So if there seems to be a lag in getting vaccinations in B.C. when the vaccine's widely available in the new year, I can see some of our leaders being asked to step forward and do it. All right. So on that note, we'll leave it there and talk again tomorrow. Yeah. Bye-bye.